0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Lackadaisical podcast. Episode number 75. I am your host, Marino Mangold, and joining me today is Vinny. Hi. Yes. My good pal Vinny is joining us. Also joining me tonight is Benjamin.
1: I'm not here. Ben Shapiro himself
0: is joining us tonight.
1: Dude, Rudy Gialiani's fucking hair dye doesn't stay in his hair very well. It's true.
0: Um... Who else is joining us, uh, uh, Jordan? uh, Jordan Zabala. You can bleep that out if you'd like. Me? You. Me? Did I introduce myself?
2: Yes, you did.
0: Okay. And also joining us, I'm so
2: excited to be here.
0: I'm I'm excited to be here too. I'm excited you're here. I'm excited Vinny's here. Excited Ben's here. But I'm really excited that Patrick is here. What? Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Free Flow Show, episode number 22. I'm your host, Marino Mangle, and joining me tonight is.
1: Hunter Smith.
3: <laughs> How do you have that? What about Hunter? How do what you about Hunter? It? What about Hunter Smith that lives in. <laughs> yeah, I'm a How animal. do you have com. that,
2: Patrick? Fuck, man.
3: How do you have that? Uh, I have my sources, and you're not allowed to find out until way later on life. <laughs> you, okay. you
2: have your sources.
1: iTunes. <laughs>
2: iTunes. Yeah, probably. To be honest.
0: Well, hey everybody. Um, I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, and depending on when this is uploaded, Cyberpunk probably came out yesterday. So
2: congratulations.
1: It'll be much longer than that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, knowing Jordan's editing schedule, this is probably not coming out until mid-December.
1: Or because I forgot to upload my podcast file. Or that time that I
2: deleted it accidentally, thinking that it was the previous episode.
4: Look, all I'm saying is, I was going to have this episode up this Friday if I was able to, but it wasn't important enough for me to tell everyone to
1: upload their files. I I uploaded mine. You did?
2: I usually upload I, mine I as didn't soon as upload we're done. mine. And Vinny didn't upload I singled
1: his. myself out on purpose. That's hot.
4: Well, Vinny also didn't upload his this week. Or last week. Damn. And he has the best internet here. That's true. So uh so what's up Shh. guys? Uh well, uh you know, it's it's been it's been one of them weeks uh back at the office, kind of been doing a lot of restructuring of of the company. Uh oh. lot let a lot of people go. Um, well, congratulations. That's a lot of yeah. horseshoe.
3: You don't even fucking work. You don't even have a job. What do you do all day, you ugly pot-smoking
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ew, you smoke the Mary Joanne? <laughs> that one's going to have to be censored. Yeah. I'm just going to laugh. You ugly pot-smoking bleep. <laughs> uh.
4: Yes.
0: Hey, by the way, um, whomever is listening to this right now, I sincerely apologize about episode 74's audio. Um, it wasn't my bad microphone was backwards and, uh, oh,
4: yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. He had, yeah so that explains okay. so much he switched microphones last episode is the deal.
1: He did. And I thought it sounded like it was far away yeah. and now it makes a lot yep. of sense.
0: Yeah. And, um, hopefully it sounds a little bit better this episode. So,
1: so far it
4: sounds a lot better. Yeah. Real gamer shit. You know? I mean,
2: I wasn't here last time to hear what it was like, so I'm just we getting you. this experience.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I'll get to why I wasn't here. Speaking uh, when we of were microphones, doing what we're up to? Yeah, speaking, speaking of, of microphones, microphones
4: <laughs> mine has a high pitched whine to it suddenly, and I tried replacing the USB cable, and I tried all my different USB ports, and like, I, it's just the microphone whines now like a high-pitched interference sound. So with that whining going on in my microphone, I've I've mentioned previously, I think, on the podcast that I used to use an Audio-Technica ATR2500 years ago for, like, Let's Plays and stuff, and it's just been sitting in my drawer forever. And I took it out, looked at it again, because the USB port's messed up, and called Audio-Technica to, like, hey, can I get some help fixing this? And they said it's got a lifetime warranty. And this thing has been sitting in my drawer for like three years broken. So I I sent it in the next day. I found that out. Um, Actually, they should have received it yesterday as of this recording. Um, So hopefully I will get either a fixed microphone or a brand new replacement microphone from them. Um, I'm assuming it's going to be the the latter. But I'm really looking forward to getting that microphone because that was my favorite microphone I've ever used. Sounds great. I'm excited.
0: I can't say shit about Audio Technica's microphones, but they make really fucking nice turntables when I was still yeah. into that shit.
2: Yeah.
4: I mean, they're a good brand all around. I believe Isn't that the brand of your uh your headset mic thing, Vinny?
2: Yes, I believe so. I don't remember exactly what the m- model is called, but I am 99% sure that it is an Audio Technica.
4: Most like streamers and commentators and stuff will use uh Audio Technica. AT2020 USB. I've seen a lot of... Um, ben actually uses an I've atr twenty twenty AT, as well. Uh, it's just a good-ass I've
2: seen a lot of... Uh, uh, sh- 3030s. I think it's Shure SM70. Don't quote me on that.
4: Yeah. Dude. The Rode NT1 is my dream microphone. Rode NT-USB. Ooh. Man, if I had one of those... I'd bust
2: a nut. You
1: bust a nut over a lot of things. You see, God, <laughs> you see you exactly. See i crazy. Love sucking on.
2: Did we even get 20 minutes in? <laughs> no. So we have a really. No. Exciting I feel like episode I promised last today.
1: episode that this was gonna stop. too. <laughs> You'd you promise, promise that every episode. episode.
0: We got a great episode planned for you guys today. Lots of great topics. Lots of a. Uh, no, no, of no. Good these shit. topics are balls. Do we? Actually. But uh, before we get into that, uh, we're going to talk about what we've been up to as a group. And by I group, I mean to, literally everybody else except for me.
3: Yeah, because you hate us. You're only on here for the podcast. And we, we actually never fucking all here.
0: Let me tell you what the group's been up to except for me. Next. Nah. Um, they've been playing
3: this hit video game called Among Us. Yeah, the game doesn't want to give me imposter ever. It's a piece of shit game. Exactly. <laughs> I, I don't know if they've done anything else. Uh,. Call of, Duty. Call of Duty. God, what? Well, yeah, real MLG yeah, gamers. Like Call, Call Duty of Duty and Among Us. Like every fucking preppy 12 year old in fucking middle school. <laughs> I play Flappy Bird. <laughs> you play with Flappy <laughs> Dick and Ball Torture.
4: Uh huh. <laughs> hey, Jordan, have dick you been and... up to anything? Um, I it's... mean, really? Not d- besides a microphone thing? Um, uh, uh, there was something I thought of earlier. Uh, something. Oh yeah, I, I I got I got Game Pass set up again on my computer. Nice. The new Xbox app that's finally not in beta anymore is actually pretty good so far. It I installed five games and all five of them actually completely downloaded and updated and worked fine. No errors. And they've been launching fine. I installed Forza Motorsport Seven. Forza Horizon Four, uh,
2: Hollow Knight. Uh, because you can never have enough I Hollow I can't Knight. remember off the top of my head. What was that, Vinny? I said because you can never have enough Hollow Knight.
4: Well, I figured you know I can I can catch up to where I am in the recording on Switch. Oh, I reinstalled uh, the Outer Worlds and Ori and the Will of the Wisps, and so th- everything runs great. Honestly, it's fantastic to play forza horizon 4 it looks so good um but the thing that pisses me off the most is they don't they did not input any support for the xbox 360 controller specifically hmm so why aren't you using a so is it because you have a 360
0: racing wheel or what yes yes that's, okay. that's
4: exactly it. So I have the wireless adapter and I have the, the official, you know, Xbox 360 racing wheel from like 2006 or whatever, but the good one, the motorized shit mm-hmm. that was for Forza back then. I wanted to use that with Forza now. It's, I went through the, I, I spent an hour trying to get the damn adapter to work because Windows 10 fucking broke the drivers for it and you have to actually edit the INI file for the drivers that you download from Microsoft. It is an 18step process that I did that I made to to edit the drivers from Microsoft to install them properly for the wireless controller adapter for Xbox 360 controllers I got it to work and then and then I realized there was no support for Xbox 360 controllers on Forza 7 or horizon 4 and that really well
1: not not no support for 360 controllers just no support for 360 racing wheels it's like a super specific list hmm of brands and which wheels that they make right. that work. You would think they would
4: support any one that they've made, but, like, official. Like, I, I can get not supporting a non-official one, but this is, like, official, even if it is from fucking 15 years ago or 14 years ago.
2: Yeah, that's really dumb. Or 16
4: years ago, whatever. I mean, it, it, it's just, it's... That was very disappointing because that race wheel is Vinnie? awesome.
1: Vinny, are you playing video games during the podcast?
4: Yes, it
1: is. I
3: respect obsessed, you for that.
2: Nor will it be the last time.
3: I will respect you for that because that shows dedication to you have to video games. Where I came here, fucking get my <laughs> fat ass up to play a single game without being in a group. That's so, true.
0: Jordan, also, yeah. I've played right about back. a total of about five hundred hours of the Forza series over the uh, last console generation, mm-hmm. and um, I can tell you as a person who can't afford a racing wheel, that the game plays
4: wonderfully on a controller. Yeah. Well, yeah I don't and I'd know.
3: highly recommend trying it.
4: Fake news, fake news, fake news. I I, I love playing it with a controller. It's fine. That's how I was playing it. I just, I, so I can use the, the, the racing wheel with something like American Truck Simulator and it'll detect it. As a racing wheel, and it'll use it, and it'll have, like, the force feedback in the wheel and everything. Mm-hmm. And, like, all the motorization and the vibration and, and the holonization and and, and, and the and. <laughs>
0: Excuse me,
3: Jordan. My friend Ben
4: has something to say. Sit, sit down.
3: Uh, You're out turn. Sit down. Oh, I was just making fun of sit him. Down. Oh. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down.
4: Sit down. Um But, yeah, I just, it, I don't know. I, I thought it would be fun to try, and it didn't work out anyway. So yeah, I'm playing with Senpai. the controller. Have you driven against my drive avatar yet? I did pass by him, but I have not. Damn!
0: You
1: beat him with a fucking stick.
3: Yeah, I remember when I was gonna play American Truck Simulator. Like the like the five times I was down there, and kept telling him, and then he just so happened to miss the USB. He just so happenedly just misplaced it and had it like a few weeks beforehand, and then oh, found yeah. it after I
4: left. I did it on purpose. Yeah, he just never wants sure me to play that game. Play he just thinks uh, like, that's only yeah. his game and I'm not allowed to have yeah. it. Well, yeah, it's mine. Connor bought it for me.
3: <laughs> you didn't even buy yourself. Anyways. What a piece
4: of shit. Piece... Yeah, no, Connor did buy it for me.
3: You're fucking... <laughs> you, can... you don't even buy it yourself and you're refusing to let me play it. What a fucking turd nugget this guy is. Well, yeah, but it was bought for him. Yeah, but he didn't buy it himself, so he technically has no rights. He had the, the former ownership of Mr. Magna Ragnarok, uh, would let me play it, but I had this stupid little bitch here, I gave him all of my blood, sweat, and tears, and money, and he's just like, no. The one game I want to play, now, now, it's my, now. Now. Now.
4: now." Oh, yeah. It's
3: Why would now. I want to let you do uh, that? No.
1: <laughs>
3: That's literally, yeah, it's literally just the biggest bro moment of all time. Biggest bro moment of Blackface podcast history. Nothing beats it.
1: Patrick alone has given you more trouble than I ever have given you with. Actually, but, I have not. This is that's all in this episode alone. This
2: that's... is true. However, you're the one who started
0: it. Patrick alone has talked the most in this episode than he has in the entire show's
3: history. So I applaud
4: him for not that true.
3: right there. Wow, you actually that's fucking dude, found that tweet. I'm surprised nobody
4: mentioned it earlier. It shows Chris liked it. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, not Chris. I mean Pinstripe Paragon. Anyways, that's that's all. That's all I was up to. Really, I think. That's I all you've been up to. I, yeah, I'm not letting, letting me play, play that game. Well, thanks for sharing
0: that with us, Jordan. I hope that uh, uh, Game Pass brings you wonderful things in the future, because it's a great service.
4: It hasn't glitched up yet. And and fucking, oh, I'm sorry. As a group, a couple of us, we played Halo 4, because it released on the Halo Master Chief Collection. Fucking hell, it is so good. It is so fun. It looks really good. It plays fucking great. I I wish I could
3: know. I
2: I remember playing Halo 4 back in 2012. What do
1: you mean you wish you could tell?
2: I mean fucking Game Pass and Microsoft Store's fucking bullshit won't let me fucking install it.
1: Jordan just explained all of this on using the new version of the Xbox app and you just completely ignored him. I think
2: he was out of the room. I was not in the room. Again, he ignored me. I don't have I a mean, wireless headset It's very easy like you. to ignore you, Jordan. You're just a little Halifax war boy. Plus, I tried the new version of the Xbox app, and it still gave me the same issue.
4: Well, you need no computer, Vinny.
2: Hey, Ben.
1: Okay. Hey. What you been up been to been lately? Up. Uh, not too much. Different from what I was up to last Talking week. To just
4: yeah. Fucking and fucking and fucking sucking and sucking sucking. Sure. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, which that, bitch, that <laughs> slips through the cracks too. I wish
1: Dude, she die- I, I lick crack.
3: Oh, Lake is crack for me. Well, Jordan. first you of all, first
1: box. of all, that's a lie. You wouldn't do that. Second of all, uh, I've been playing a lot of uh, a lot of that there Yakuza, which I actually have up right now because I forgot to upgrade all my gear earlier because I was woefully unprepared for a boss in chapter seven. Yeah, that I thought I was prepared for. So I got to go buy a bunch of items, and I got to upgrade my gear. See, I don't know uh, what a
0: Yakuza is, but I know you have Yakuza's written here. Is, is that the same yeah, thing? Yeah, I
1: got Yakuza's. Yakuza's Kuzi's. syndrome. Oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. Ben's
4: computer just shut down. Lost his recording. No,
1: no, no. I, I got attacked, and I can't escape the battle. Well, that's oh, that's okay. Well,
2: you got mad at Vinny video for playing games,
4: and now you're playing games.
1: Yeah, because I said it was a smart idea. Um,
2: (laughs) As long as it's something you don't need to listen to, you're probably fine.
1: But yeah, like, god, it's so fucking good. Like, you would think that a beat-em-up style RPG game would not translate as well over to a turn-based JRPG, and yet they fucking nailed it. Like, I mean, they nailed it. They nailed that shit hard. It's got every single thing down. And the story is fucking awesome. Let me tell you about the Sujimon Quest. That's a weird they, Pokemon. They reference they reference every little fucking RPG in this fucking game, right? The biggest one being Dragon Quest. But uh and this one isn't like a total complete fucking spoiler. But there's a Professor Oak type professor mm-hmm. called the Sujimon Professor, and all the enemies are called Sujimon. Mm-hmm. And so you get the Suji decks and it, it, you encounter every enemy and it fills
2: up the Suji decks. <laughs> damn that's stupid and i love it
1: it's so fucking stupid and it's amazing um so far like i felt like the dub was a little bit shaky at first but it has gotten so good as as the more serious the story has gotten so um that's a that's a thumbs up for sure uh the current part that i'm at though is very interesting because the one thing everybody's been pushing with this game is, oh, you don't need you don't need any knowledge of the previous Yakuza games, right? Mm-hmm. Except the current chapter that I'm in is going to heavily spoil a boss fight in Yakuza Six, so I'm not really sure about that, but. Uh, Still really good anyway, for the most part other than this, unless more stuff comes along I'm not going to outright say you can't if you've not played a Yakuza game previously but keep in mind there is a major spoiler for Yakuza 6 in Yakuza 7.
2: Nice! Will you know that it's a spoiler if you haven't played the game?
1: I guess not. I guess only I really... I guess that's a good point. You're not going to realize who the character is you're just gonna be like, that doesn't seem right. Because you know what happens to him in Yakuza 6. And I'm not I'm not talking about Kiryu or anything like that. But yeah, it, it's a it's a really good game, otherwise. Uh I played some Cold War multiplayer, and that's all about all I played of Cold War is just the multiplayer. And um It's got it's got some shaky issues. Like it has some server and connection issues. Some days it'll run perfectly fine, some days it'll just not run as well as it should, um, but other than that, for the most part, I've had some some good fun with it. I feel like there are some maybe some issues with the hit detection, but I'm not really too sure on that. Um, but yeah, it it can be can be quite enjoyable uh, once you get everything going good on there. Other than that, yeah, I've not really been up to anything all too different. I finally caught up on AEW Full Gear. Um, I watched some of the Kobe Pro Wrestling Festival. All that stuff. So, uh.
3: Nice. Uh, I'm <laughs> happy uh, to hear uh, that. I noticed that you didn't uh, play the best game ever called Destiny 2. The best dub I've ever seen. The best guns I've ever seen. The best controls. Uh, it's really good. you know. <laughs> we'll talk about Destiny here in a little bit. Oh, wow. Can you believe <laughs> this, Don't. man? Can you believe this? Oh, Destiny. I got to talk about it. It gives me erections. No. More it, erect let, than no. anyone. Any woman has ever gotten away in my entire life.
4: Uh, that is cyberbullying. How's cyberbullying when I'm speaking
3: the truth, though?
4: More
2: important than destiny. Vinny, what have you been up to as of late? As uh, I've been up to a number of things. So Do tell. I don't know what you guys made up for me not being there last week, but I actually went to go see Liz because her birthday just passed. I'm sure uh, Jordan made some bullshit
3: excuse, like made some really like horseshit reason why you weren't there. He went
1: to go see his mayo packet. <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: That's not what he said. That's what I call
2: giving a good old squeeze. That's not. I don't. I'm pretty sure you said something stupid, which went along with it. Jordan saying something stupid? I could never see that <laughs> happening. <laughs> well, well, was... um, How was
0: her birthday?
2: I mean, I wasn't there for the actual birthday, but the time that we spent together. I was there from Wednesday night until Saturday afternoon, and it was it was a fun time um it, we probably could have gone out to like dinner or something, but ultimately it was we ended up just staying in the whole time, which depending on it's your view COVID. depending on your view it may or may not be a waste of a birthday celebration. But I enjoyed it. Uh, I recently discovered that a game that I really want is super expensive, so I decided I'm just going to emulate it. <laughs> it's extremely expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking what crap. game is that? Persona 3 Portable. Hell yeah. I'm I, pretty sure think, Connor owns that physically. I think when I looked complete in box it was like 170 according to price charting what
4: damn was expensive
2: yeah loose it is 108 complete it is 137 and sealed it is 195 uh i recently got back into animal crossing <laughs> after not playing since like may or june <laughs> uh game is game just got updates and shortly before that, I decided, you know what? I'm going to pick this back up. And then Nintendo decided, okay, it's time for the holiday updates. <laughs> so, I guess I have in-game Thanksgiving and Christmas to look forward to. That is true. Uh, I've been I've been playing a bunch of stuff for uh, my Vinny Visit series, which was dead for a while, but it's back now, and the most recently recorded one as of this recording uh, is this game called Hue, and Jordan, it is a very good game. Jordan and I think Patrick were there as I was finishing it up, because it's also a very short game, but it is very fun, and it's a, it's a puzzle platformer, a 2D puzzle platformer, and basically the concept is reality changes around you based on the color that you select. So you can have, like, a crate that you have to push into a into place to hold down a switch. Let's say that crate is blue. If you turn the the background color to blue, that crate doesn't exist anymore. Like I said, it's a puzzle platformer, so you got to figure out what you're doing with the colors to make your way through. And god damn, it was a lot of fun. Shout out to Twitch for giving me a free copy of that because Twitch Prime is awesome. Um, Yeah. And on my streams, I've been playing a lot of (laughs) Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, I picked up a copy of Spider-Man Game of the Year Edition. I think I have? Yeah. Uh, Which came bundled with all of the DLC for it for free. So, I finished up the main story the week before Liz's... Or the Wednesday before Liz's birthday. Skipped last week. And then uh, started the DLC yesterday, as of this recording. I got through all of... What is it called? The heist. And... About halfway through Turf Wars. Next week, I'm probably going to finish up Turf Wars and do all of Silver Lining. After that, I'm planning to uh, start Miles Morales, because I do have that sitting on my shelf. And I'm excited to play that.
0: Anything else, buddy? Mm, nope.
3: What
2: about you, Patrick? What you been up to? Squeak in his chair.
4: As long as he can on purpose. I mean, I watched YouTube. Nice. Anything good? No. Lots of Vine Sauce Joel.
3: That. I've been watching like top 10 NFL stuff that they air on the NFL network just because it's free on YouTube for some reason because people uploading, re uploading stuff. Stealing off a network of and re uploading is great, like always. Um. Anything else? Nope. Nope. That's it. Just watching YouTube and just going to work and that's it. Okay.
4: You've been playing Among Us. Yeah,
3: well, it doesn't want to give me imposter ever, so that game sucks.
4: That doesn't mean the We're game like sucks. Abundance. It just
2: means you're unlucky.
4: Well, Patrick, have you really just does that really just like like in your in your spare time you haven't, you know, gone to pick up games at stores or something or or I mean I picked up my game, game watch was... but
3: I haven't touched it.
4: Yeah. I mean that, that's something though, you picked up a game watch.
3: That's because I was on, oh, yeah. because I <laughs> took like five minutes from work and went and grabbed it. See I haven't done I haven't done anything like usual. I nice. just put work, 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 or watch YouTube and that's it.
4: Well, Marina, what about you, huh? Me? I can't just fucking to.
3: say I've been, like, sitting in my bed and edging because that, that's not good content.
2: Oh, no, Patrick.
3: That's
1: great content. You should film it.
3: No, <laughs> well, I'd only send it to, like, Jordan and <laughs> put it on his TV there when someone is, <laughs> <it's> like, dead <laughs> okay, oh, no, no, no. rock. Go, go hard. Go hard, man. Go horrible. hard.
4: I want to hear what Marino did. You
3: want to? You want to see my penis edging? <laughs> no. Like Shut up. Shut up. For like three hours. I'll have you. Shut now. up. It'd be a weird live doing... stream of all time, private, freely for you.
0: I will not talk about edging on this podcast, <laughs> just in Too case late. for some reason someone I know actually listens to this show, um, and I don't want to talk about uh, stuff like that. Hey, but we all met.
3: We're all men. We all masturbate at one point or another in our life. So who cares? It's just rubbing your cock. What if my mother listens pleasuring. to this?
4: Yeah, right. Does she? Not yet, but she did not listen yet. to
0: my old show. Well, it's probably Why, never a good idea her not to, to tell show her about this one.
3: Only well, link her to the episodes I'm not on. <laughs> Patrick, you contribute more than Vinny. Yeah, at That's least bullshit. Vinny does stuff. He actually, he can actually stream. He actually plays
4: games. I just sit here and edge. Uh. Anyways, Rino, <laughs> what have you been up to? I, well, Patrick just won't let you talk. I want to hear.
0: Last Friday, the day of the PlayStation 5 launch in North America, uh, a video game came out. <sighs>
1: it's last Thursday, you dumb bitch. Was it la- no, it was, it Friday. was it one
3: week ago. It
2: was Thursday. It was Thursday. It was Thursday. Oh, because okay, I, remember I was so, on
3: Discord when Herman's like, so I got my PS5, guys. Uh, this is what okay. happens. So Friday, guys, my
1: PS5. Uh,
0: a game came out I even... that I went and picked up. And it was called "The uh, Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory," and Ugh. I sat down and I played it over the last week. And I can Kingdom confirm, Force. it's uh, really not that special, uh, uh. but it was fun, and I enjoyed every second of it. <clears throat>
4: Excuse me. And um, that was hot. Yeah, I might leave that one in. That
1: was a hot one. Thank you. Uh, this isn't a show about eating chicken wings with celebrities. That's I wish true. it was.
3: No, because we're, that's a lot more successful than we ever could be.
1: But yeah. Yeah, but think, we could get a celebrity on. What celebrity would
3: want to ever talk to us? Fucking Ben Shapiro. Let's make it we happen. We can bribe Sean What the fuck is Ben Shapiro? Uh,
2: how do you not know who Ben Did
3: Shapiro is? Did you really just is?
2: ask
1: who Ben
3: Shapiro is? <sighs> not ringing a bell. Oof. After all the jokes? What joke? Just, just naming people named Ben? No, Ben Shapiro. I really don't know who that is. It's not ringing a bell at the moment. What? Why would I give a shit about a guy who said, who is saying a conservative political commentary? I don't give a fuck about politics. It's the most boring bullshit thing I've ever seen in my life, fucking politics. Oh, I voted blue, so you're a piece of shit if you voted red. It's like, it's a donkey and an elephant. Who gives a fuck? I mean, they're just retarded animals. Fucking pain in the ass, 90 degrees. I don't need this shit right now. Ben Shapiro
0: is a lot more than a conservative... Uh... Activist. That's, I it. just googled, and that's he's, the first thing that came. He's up, a so. quite quite the big fucking May as the kids call it. But we won't get into
3: that today. I'm sorry. Did you um, say maymay? He laughs
1: like he's the fucking Joker.
3: Yeah, that dude's got fucking problems, and I love it. He looks like um, he's he looks like he gets butt fucked by the Halifax suck boys. I've also uh, I've
0: been playing a little bit of Miles Morales, and I gotta say it's uh, really fucking excellent. Uh, I took out. I mean, Spider-Man alone was an excellent game. Um, but there were just small things I didn't like about it—the hacking puzzles, shit like that—and pretty much that's all gone in this game.
2: Um, um so there's no more. You can turn force off the like hacking that. puzzles, I think.
0: Well, to go for the platinum, You uh,
2: need to do them, yeah,
0: yeah exactly. You yeah. kind of had to, and uh, of course you do. Right, but no. Um, just the small stuff like there's there's actual like music when you're like swinging through the city. Now I get that there was like that quiet like hero-ish music in Spider-Man mm-hmm. originally, but there's like an actual like beat going and I kind of like well, snowy New York is a really cool setting
2: and remember, Miles is a very different Spider-Man than Peter. So it makes sense that, that he would have a different music. I also just get really excited about the thought of there being a Spider-Gwen game some sort of spinoff kind of like what we have right now. and You know, I'm not really very cool. familiar with Spider-Gwen as a concept. That said, I wouldn't mind there being like an insomniac Spider-Verse. Right. Because be technically, awesome. technically, uh, this Peter Parker has been to uh, um, whatchamacallit, other universes
5: because
2: mm-hmm. uh, after the game came out there was some kind of comic crossover so yeah uh, that's all I've really been up to
0: and uh, I'm glad you all have been having a good week and especially Patrick watching a lot of YouTube is a really fun and productive thing to do <laughs>
4: but
3: try and, it out uh, you know it's not
0: and uh, great things are coming uh, like these uh, upcoming topics that we have planned here today. Um, is this what? where we do a break or whatever, or, or how does that work?
4: This is where we do a magical transition.
3: I don't want to be a transmission, though.
1: So, uh, as of today, today of the recording, uh, voice actor Kirby Morrow passed away at the age of 47. Um, he He's uh, notable for doing a lot of voiceover work up in Canada. Uh, his most notable roles are Troa Barton from Gundam Wing, Hotshot from Transformers Cybertron. He also voiced Rad in Transformers, Energon, and Armada. Uh, Miroku from Inuyasha. Uh, he was the third Ocean dub Goku uh cyclops from x-men uh amongst a, a tether, ton of other voice actors passed away at, at 47 very suddenly and uh yeah well, and I, a voice actor that I, I grew up listening to and uh i mean patrick probably did do as well gonna gonna be a voice that uh i miss hearing so rest in peace didn't you grow up watching ocean Dub with dragon ball z oh did
3: that air on tv
1: well not none of the stuff with kirby morrow did Oh, How about... that stuff was only Canada and the United Kingdom with Kirby Morrow. He took over Goku around the Cell Games arc. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, what we saw of the Ocean dub was the first fifty-four episodes mm-hmm. that Funimation cut down. Um, but anything that Funimation wasn't involved in with those actors, uh, never made it over here. He passed
4: very young. That is that is not that old at all. Yeah, no. My brother um, is forty six, so my older brother. I mean it's not that old. The real man? Yes. Nice.
3: I wonder what he died of. I'm curious. What the cause of death was. I'm curious.
1: Did they have a cause of death publicly? Probably not right now, Mention? no. Um no, nothing nothing has been stated as of now. Um family has, has kept that very private it'd be fucked so. if it was covid it, it makes you wonder for sure i feel
4: yeah um I'd, I'd, I'd be fucked if it was but i wouldn't be surprised i mean people but, don't want to uh, make it political maybe i, I don't blame them if, if that were the case because
1: that would be making it political apparently <laughs> uh, at the end of the day though um you know his his Voice work is gonna live on through those shows. Yeah. Because pretty much all of those shows are you know available to buy or available to download or stream or yep. or anything all over the internet. I mean at the very all least DVDs. he is he's immortalized. Yeah,
4: exactly. He he made a footprint. Which mm-hmm. is more than most of us can say.
1: In inspired, I'm sure, plenty of people to do voiceover work. Yeah. I'm Apparently sure. the Brazilian voice of Shenron just passed away, at the age of eighty-three. All right, news literally just came out. Wow! So rest in peace to him. We've never experienced the Brazilian dub, but you know, we all like Dragon Ball. So, well, oh. except for uh, <laughs> Marino, hates Dragon Ball. Why does Marino hates anything?
3: He hates that. A
4: okay, lot. Marino hates Dragon Ball, but he does like when I'm dragging my balls across his face.
3: Wow. I don't agree with that statement. Well, see, I kind of do. See, the man you're looking up to is a very, f- is a very fake and disgusting thing you are looking up to, and now we just, we just don't appreciate it here anymore.
4: Oy. also, I see someone put down that Nintendo shut down a melee tournament. Yeah, yeah, I put that a shit actually.
1: about um, melee. That's a bad. That's just a so bad game in general. There was an online melee tournament, and what they were doing was they were using uh, something called Slippy GG which is online melee with rollback netcode. That way there's virtually no lag when playing online. Um, Nintendo deemed that illegal. And when the tournament decided they weren't going to stop it, Nintendo said, well, we'll shut it down for you.
4: Okay, so Nintendo gets to decide the law now, I guess. I guess they've always seen things that
1: way, huh? The thing is, they're like, oh, this promotes piracy and illegal use of our games. And it's like, well, actually, no, because you can use it with your own... Mm -hmm. ISO if you back up your own mm-hmm. game you can you can use this. It doesn't require piracy, it does not promote piracy, and emulation isn't illegal. Yeah. I mean it's just Nintendo being assholes, once again.
4: Most places and emulators literally do, you know, make it clear, hey, be sure to get your own backups. You know, you're playing with backups. We're not condoning using ROMs that someone else has uploaded. Use your own backups.
2: Yeah, most you know, it's, most it's, things it's pretty common.
4: But it's Nintendo. Yeah. So I can't say you're surprised. And again, it's Melee. I mean, online tournaments, you know, they I doubt they're going to stop an in person, you know, local fucking get together of people playing, you know, local tournament or something. But they'll shut down something like Evo or whatever, or ban Evo from being able to host it. Well, Melee is a bad game like
3: anyway, so, you know.
4: E- Evo worked out a deal to host Melee. Didn't they, weren't they not allowed to do uh, that anymore and had to do only Smash Ultimate? Or something like that?
1: No, they phased out Melee, I think. Okay. On their own. I could be wrong, though. Well, it's a shitty game. I don't, game. Remember, I don't care. That. It's a shitty-ass
3: shitty it. game and nobody likes it.
1: Like, I I saw, I saw Pat go like, oh, do they just want people to get sick when playing in person? It's like, no, they just don't want play, people to play Melee. Yeah. Why would they want people to play Melee when they could have people playing Ultimate? I mean, yeah. There's... Don't play the old thing that we don't make money on anymore. Nah. Play the new thing that you have to pay, like, fucking $100 to get the full fucking package. God. And that's why I won't buy any DLC characters. And
4: have bad internet. Yeah. Alrighty. So,
0: we're going to move into our main topic for this evening. Yeah. And it's a wonderful, beautiful night that we're all sharing together. Um, Seeing as this episode will be going up at some point in December... Uh I think it's time we uh talk about our games of the year. Gross. Our that's that's that full on game of the year conversation. Yeah. And we're going to be doing things a little by bit. By
1: game of the year he means our favorite games that we played this year. Most of yeah. them. Yeah. So uh, there's a good a portion of the the podcast that didn't play any games. Looking at you,
3: Jordan. Before. Uh poor little bitch.
1: Yeah, there's a and Vinny. A couple different things and yourself that we're
0: going to do here. I think We'll maybe as a group talk about um you know your your obvious choices, but I think Ben and I definitely have like a bigger list um so maybe we'll go like one after another and then we'll just kind of see like what our number ones are um and then I think we both have some honorable mentions that we want to mention as well because um, there were a lot of good games this year despite the fact that it is covid year and. A lot of companies are shut down and whatnot so not shut down but working remotely so um why don't we talk about you know jordan Vinny, patrick all you guys what's um i don't know why i said all you guys because it's really only ben and me
5: left but rest the rest, uh, the rest yeah,
0: of the, you guys the sort of a, what what games did you guys play this year that you enjoyed
4: I think it'd be best to let Patrick go first since he really didn't play through a lot. He's been too depressed this year to play anything. I played Solitaire
3: card on the iOS. All right. That's one. I guess Fall Guys Animal crossing among us and that's it. That's all I... The other games. All right. What do you you think is your game of the year there? Fuck if I know. I I, I, I don't know. I'm just going to say yeah because I like a dragon just because it came out this year and I haven't touched yet so I don't care. (laughs) <laughs> okay. I respect well, that. I, okay. There's no other good game this year that came out that in my opinion. Well, yeah. I well, I shouldn't say that. Any game that would interest me this put the game of the year. Okay.
4: So I I went with uh a three and three list. I went for a three single players and a three multiplayers list.
1: Sure. I like that.
4: Um, because I mean I, multiplayer is kind of different for me. I I on that's what I play more of and that's what I play of course of, you know when when everyone's online just chilling um and, and speaking of the multiplayer uh I'm going to go with an honorable mention first cuz I gave each one an honorable mention as well and that would be Jackbox Jackbox Party Pack yeah. Um I think is the newest one of 7 that we tried recently uh yeah. they have Quiplash was
3: that Patrick? Yeah, that y'all tried. Well, excluding Marino, yeah. but y'all, excluding me and myself, the the other hosts.
4: Um, but it's it's they the Quiplash is much better, finally. So hopefully we all get to have more fun with that. Um, but number three is Fall Guys. Uh, that that game hit really hard and did great. Uh, you know, as we talked about it when it released, and I. Thoroughly enjoyed it when we played the shit out of it when it first released, but after those first, after that first month, really, the first couple of weeks, it suffered, at least for me, suffered from a lot of, re- I guess, repetition burnout. Uh, and that's funny because we play so much Among Us, but it's literally the exact same uh scenario every time i play fall guys if i play by myself i get really frustrated because i lose in the second round if i play with friends i have more motivation to keep going because i have to watch them play but it always results in anger and frustration in the beginning it didn't as much but now it just results in anger and frustration um and then not as much enjoyment uh, but that's not saying it's bad because it's it definitely is fucking great and it did a great job you know bringing that life to the multiplayer scene during you know the these these current year this current year of 2020 with covid now all that shit um so yeah Guys did good um number two is golf with your friends slash golf it i put both those together because they're mini golf got into those really hardcore this year for a couple few months actually um and i want to try and get back into them sometime soon as well they just that's been a lot of fun playing with friends both of them i mean a lot of fun especially with the steam workshop the custom maps on there are fantastic there's a lot of fucking awful ones too though
3: no you only like the bad ones where you get, where you take like 30 shots to complete one hole
4: yeah those are the best
3: Or the regular one where I put all random size, random shapes, random bouncing stuff.
4: That was the worst time I've ever had with the game. Thank you. I hated that. Um, But yeah, Golf With Your Friends slash Golf It. I mean, it just, that's good. I didn't release this year, but played a lot of them, a lot of those this year. Um, Like I said, it's just
1: games that we played in general this year, so it doesn't matter. Exactly.
4: Um, and of course, my number one for multiplayer is Among Us, because uh, we've been playing that for off and on for a couple months now, and I just, I, I can't put it down. Um, whenever we're together, whenever there's enough of us, it's just, it's, it's addictive. It's very easy to play. It's very, very easy to play. It's very chill, or rather, it can be very chill. A lot of times we just shitpost in the chat and piss people off but as, when we're actually playing it's 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 so fucking fun I mean it's just an easy to play game it's it's some, something so simple just hit so hard and that shit released two years ago and just took off this year because people were locked up in their homes and had to play online and you know Twitch streamers got a hold of it so for a game that's $5 on Steam and free on iOS I don't think I could have gotten any more value out of a game because holy shit I have like sixty hours in this game at this point, so yeah, it's it's that's that's among us is my number one multiplayer game. Uh, as so far as single player goes, my honorable mention is Hollow Knight, and that's because I'm still tactically playing through it. I started the Let's Play late December of last year, and I've been playing through it off and on throughout the year. Whenever I record it in big sessions, but fucking Hollow Knight. The only reason I have it as an honorable mention is because I haven't beat it yet. I still need to finish it. But I have to wait until I'm able to record it with Beck because I promised him I'd record the last of it with him. So. But Hollow Knight is absolutely fantastic. And I'm going to play through it again on PC here soon. Um, Or rather, play up to where I'm at in the recording so I'm fresh and you know, sharpened up again. Number three for me is uh, Metroid Return of Samus. I know that I played it last year but I played it like through and through again on Citra emulator on Windows. Um nux I ripped my own copy and played it that way. Um and I the Citra emulator for 3DS on on Windows is it runs the game perfectly. I mean with actual 99% perf- perfection. So I played through the entire game with zero problems. And God, it's so awesome. That made me so happy when I did. Um, number two is Ori and the Blind Forest. I played that one recently. Actually, I'd never finished it. I tried it once. Uh, I mentioned it on the podcast when I did beat it. But it, that that's a really, really, really good Metroidvania game. Um, I, I it's just it's beautiful. The story is is really kind of tear jerking at times for a ten a hour game. You know, eight to ten hours to beat the game. Really, I mean, it's it's short, but it's awesome. Um, the platforming, and and the movement, but the platforming in general is very intense at times, and I, the just the right amount of intense for me. Quick paced, got to think on your feet, you got to get the get it down just right. The music, the visuals, everything about it was just great. So that makes me want to play through Will of the wisps.
0: I want to say, uh, Ori is a absolutely wonderful game so that's a very good pick
4: yeah definitely i enjoyed it a lot it's it's it's, it's great um and finally because i haven't i haven't played through a lot of single-player games this year really i mean this is the majority of what i've played through single-player wise um shout out the tomb raider i played that back in february and i mean it Fantastic game. Um, it, for me, of the main reboot trilogy for Tomb Raider, it's the weakest one in terms of story, which is kind of funny because most people would say the first one. But in terms of the story, for me, it just didn't hit just right. Um, it felt unnecessary. But everything else about it was just great. Uh, the visuals were the best I've seen on PC this year that I've played. Like, and I, I actually I think that released like two thousand eighteen as well. But as far as the visuals go, that is the best PC game I've played yet. Um, it it looked so good. Somehow I was able to max it out. As well, so I, that's surprising. Um, but I just I thoroughly enjoyed it, and there was a a, a scene towards the end that was really unexpected but just fucking you see laura coming out of the water and everything's black and red and she's got a fucking knife in her mouth or some shit and a gun you know she just comes walking out of the water like i'm gonna fucking kill these people It's like i never expected to see her that way but that was awesome that, that i had a lot of fun with that that was good that was a good time. Um, and yeah, that's really all I could think of when I made the list, so.
0: I think Shadow's a really good wrap-up to that trilogy. Um, definitely not it, as it, climactic yeah. as I wanted it to
4: be, but um, mm-hmm. certainly it, just from It was from very anticlimactic, it really wasn't it? Yeah, like, it really was. I mean, you get to the end, and apparently they changed the ending. The original ending was different from what we got, and I had to go back and find it on YouTube because I changed it really quickly. Mm-hmm. Like I, I patched it like day one or some shit. And I don't. Yep. I, I I still don't understand why. What was why did they, they did that? I think it's because they canceled the next
0: game, and they didn't want to leave it like open. Cause it didn't have something to do with her dad. I think so. Yeah, it's been a it's been two years since I beat that game. But
3: daddy issues are uh, hot. Yeah,
0: I know a lot about them
4: <laughs> But yeah, like that that it it ended okay and everything. It just like I said, the story was just so. It wasn't bad. It just felt the most. To me, it felt like I have to prove myself. My dad wasn't crazy. I'm not crazy. Jonah, where are you? Oh no, Jonah's fucking someone else. And then I. That was good. <laughs> and then I find it. That- you say Jonah and then very I find-
3: well. <laughs> well. Who cares about Jonah when it's not Nick Jonas's Roman Hardcocking sucked?
4: Jonah, Jonah, where are you, Jonah? <laughs> Dude, when I found out, okay, I don't know, I don't care if this is spoilers for anyone. When I found out that this entire fucking trilogy, Jonah wasn't banging Laura, first off, what the fuck, alright? You're really gonna be hanging out with that, and risking your life climbing the sides of frozen fucking mountains, and you ain't getting none of that fucking croft pussy? Nah. You're a fucking idiot,
1: alright? See,
3: no, this is why you're a sexist pig and will be single
1: for a long time. That- <laughs> i don't i don't know how to respond to any of what you just said (laughs) no but for real all right so my two things with the whole
4: series were i've wanted jonah to die from the beginning i don't know why i just fucking hated jonah i have wanted him to die since the beginning he didn't die in the second game he didn't die in the third game and i was disappointed and then to find out he gets this stupid random fucking character that had no importance as a love interest and i'm like why was the love interest not Laura? It was so like they they made it seem like it was the entire time. Like I don't get it. It's so dumb.
3: Cuz Laura's too yeah. because Laura's with her horses, Jordan. You you Laura right. with horse 4. Go look at that up on Google you're if right. you're curious, uh listeners. Ho- Laura with horse 4. You will not regret it.
0: So, which would you say is your uh, overall game of the year, Jordan?
4: Of those? Yeah. That you? Oh, uh... Shadow the Tomb Raider. Okay. Like of, of the ones that are listed already, or of the? Yeah, Tomb between Raider? your multiplayer and your uh, single player stuff. Oh, between all all of that, I would say Among Us as uh, my game of the year. Okay. Even though it came out you know two years ago, but
0: yeah, I think those um, are some very respectable lists you got there, buddy.
3: Appreciate it. Sorry, drug on for so long. Oh, it's okay.
4: Jordan, I could done my
3: list six times over before you finished that first time. Hey, Vinny, what are your uh, games
2: of the year this year? Uh, Well, uh, two of them are quick and easy. Persona 5 Royal and Spider-Man. Spider-Man for reasons I've already gone into. Persona 5 Royal because it's everything that I liked about vanilla Persona 5 with the extra quality of life improvements and the... uh. Extra characters, extra semester, and shit. Which I haven't gotten to the mm-hmm. to the bulk of the new content just yet, but I'm slowly but surely getting there. Um, and like I said, I really enjoyed the the base game to begin with. So having the uh, the quality of, quality of life improvements just makes it all that much better. Uh, the Third one, I'm a little torn <clears throat> on what I would consider as the third one. Because, I, as much as I really like Among Us, it's also been a, a little bit of a source of frustration for me.
5: Mm-hmm. So, That's
2: fair. while it is something I would consider, it's not a cut and dry guaranteed win for third place. Um,. So I think I'm instead going to give it to Animal Crossing. Because even though I did take a, a several month break from it, it's it's still a consistent, hey, I can play this and just zone out, relax, do whatever the fuck, even if it's just running in circles. And not have to worry about anything while I'm playing it.
0: <laughs> now Vinny... You peer pressured me into buying a Xenoblade, and I'm a little surprised that wasn't your number three.
2: Yeah so part of part of the reason that it's not is because I've played a lot of Xenoblade. So there's <laughs> a there's a part of me that's like I still enjoy the hell out of this, but it doesn't have as much of a kick as it used to of course.
4: So you've realized the game is actually not that good.
2: I did not say that it was not a good game. I said
4: Yep. We're putting it in stone right here. Uh, Vinny said that Xenoblade Chronicles is a bad game. Well, well He's also saying, saying
3: right well I think what he means is Among Us is a terrible fucking game and uh, basically waste of time and not good to play with friends because they're fucking assholes. Go on Vinny.
2: I mean you aren't wrong
0: decent point i'm glad to hear your list um now ben you chose five games
1: right i chose five okay top Wow. over so here.
0: i think what we should do you know i'll tell my five you tell your five my four your four my three my you know back and forth after two we'll give our Arnold
3: mentions and then we'll give our number one does that work it's not even Friday yet, though. Can not do a top five Friday?
1: We'll do what we want. Oh, exactly. it's
4: Friday. No, yeah, I gotta play with my pussy. It's Friday somewhere.
0: Shit. So, um, yeah. I'm just gonna get right into this and say that my number five game of the year is The Last of Us Part 2 Ugh.
3: I'm very Ugh. surprised um, at that because I have a hot only, topic take there. right. While there. I
2: don't know much about the game, I know a lot of people do not like it. So, what I what I can say is that thinking
0: about the game a lot since finishing it has made me realize that it's a lot better than people make it out to be. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of real just raw emotion and human character built growth in that game. Okay. That I think it's just sort of forgotten about because it's not about Joel and Ellie. Then it's just like, oh, it's not about my favorite character, so therefore it's a bad game. Mm
5: -hmm.
0: You know, the big spoiler that happens at the beginning of the game really is what kind of sours the mood of the game, of course. But once you kind of look past that and you look at Ellie's growth and Abby's growth, they're both really well-done characters that, while I never wanted this sequel ever, I think... I'm happier now that we got it than not getting it. If that makes mm. any sense. Mm. Um, I do think it has problems. I think it's way too long of a game. Okay. Um, and very much overstays its welcome, but I don't know. I, I feel comfortable making that my, uh, my number five game of the year.
1: So my number five game that I played this year, final fantasy seven <laughs> remake, uh, Now, the only reason this isn't getting the number one spot is because it's a remake. That's quite literally the only point. Um, But the reason it still gets into the top five, regardless of it being a remake, is the fact that, holy shit, did they overhaul the fuck (laughs) out of this game? Instead of going and just being like, okay, we can just rebuild the ATB system from the PS1 version, Uh, just rebuild that from the ground up. They go and go, okay, let's make a whole new action-based battle system. And it works so fucking well. It works so fucking good. Just switching between every single character in your party. Like, okay, have Cloud go in there, do this damage, switch over to Barret, have him do this, switch over to Tifa, have her do this. It's just, just rotating between between whatever cast of characters you've got in your party at that time. Just to make sure you know you you deal the right damage to the boss. You don't let somebody take too much damage at once, and uh, it just keeps it fun. It keeps it active uh, in, in a way that I'm not sure most ac- uh, action RPGs have been able to do quite as well as a uh, Seven Remake. Yeah. Um. I I will say one thing that I will ding ding it for is holy fuck! It's got some texture issues. It's got some major fucking PS2 looking textures in that game. Yeah. Uh, which is apparently an issue with Unreal Engine. I don't know how true that is. It's just what I've heard. Um, but it's a slight disappointment to see some of those texture issues throughout the game. Um, that's like the biggest like negative I have towards it. Um, other than that, all the characters look beautiful. I find the voice acting to be fantastic. The new music is wonderful. Um, and I found a lot of the changes to the story to be very good it makes me excited to see where they might be taking this set of remakes because you know when you hear a remake you think okay it's going to be cut and dry same story as it was last time right well this one kind of sets the president no it's not going to be exactly the same story like the ending to to part one to this game is so dramatically different to the ending of disc one of final fantasy 7 and the fight that you have with Sephiroth at the end of that di- that game, this game, rather, not, not that game, but this game, is so, there's so much to take in there, and there's so much to take in with the ending, that it makes you wonder where they're going to have to be going with a lot of this stuff. Exactly. Because cause it looks like it might be heading in a very different direction, but I could be wrong, I could be completely wrong there, Um but it'll be interesting to see because it's really trying to keep you guessing on what could happen next. Uh, and overall, it's just just a really fantastic game. And so, yeah, number five for for what I played this year.
0: I can't wait to play that on my Xbox someday.
5: Oh,
3: never play seven on anything that's not a Sony console.
1: Can't wait to play it on PC. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, Hunter does own the copy, or and he's told me plenty of times I could borrow it, but I'm like. I just have too
1: much shit to play. It smells,
0: and um, someday I'll, I'd like to play, but just not not right now. Um, my number four game is going to be uh, Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Um, uh, I think it's a very safe pick for number four, uh, just simply because it's not a mind blowing game. It doesn't do anything that really hasn't been seen before, but it's such a comforting game that i can pick it up at pretty much any point um and even though it's the same thing every time i turn it on talk to the villagers pick my weeds do all this shit it hasn't really gotten dull um i do wonder how it will be going forward because this is the most i've played of an animal crossing game yet um new leaf was like a game i did play a lot but i would take like year-long breaks before i went back to it um but this is like, I'll take a month break and then I'm back to it and it's like, ooh, what, what did I miss in the last month? So hopefully, I think Nintendo's seen that it's sold well enough that they should probably keep it going with big updates and stuff. But only time will tell. But I do think that uh, New Horizons so is definitely in my
2: pick. They have been updating it a lot. And every time they update it, they add new reactions, new uh, mm-hmm. customization options, new... And they've been adding the holidays that weren't in the game before. So even the people that went and uh, did a bunch of time traveling in in the game are coming back to it for the holidays that they missed.
1: Right. Uh, so
2: Exactly. Plus, sales reports say that most Switch owners own this game. Which is pretty amazing. Like- yeah. <laughs> so even if it's not like- someone's favorite game... If they have a switch, there is a high chance that they have it. So I don't see Nintendo stopping report uh, supporting it anytime soon.
0: I will say my mom literally got a Switch so that she could play Animal Crossing. So (laughs)
2: And her island probably looks ten times better than mine. Well you haven't played since like May.
3: Well, because I stopped playing, because everyone had all these awesome islands. I'm like, wow, I'll I'll never amount to that. My island is a piece of
2: shit, and you call it better than yours, so... Hang on, I didn't stop in May. I
3: stopped right when I went to Utah, because that's when I broke my streak of uh, getting on every day for turnips, and then I'm just like, oh, I guess I don't
4: need to play this anymore. Patrick dislikes Animal Crossing for the same reason he dislikes Minecraft. He can't make something better than other people.
3: I can't make it as good as... I can't even make something good look good, because... People doing like five seconds, and I'll do it take and like ten hours to make it.
4: What's wrong with that?
2: Who cares yeah, how long like, it takes wow, you, as wow, long as it's something time. that you like. But I don't like That's anything like I make because
3: I suck at them. Cause I have no creativity.
2: Neither do I. So I
3: went out for turnips, made money, it. so I could be like, well, I can have more you money. Need, the only than a lot the way, of people, way to get creativity is
4: good. to train your mindset into being that way by practicing and doing that.
3: Yeah, and I practice building up mm-hmm. my bank account and having a lot of money there. That's what made me happy.
4: I mean, as long as you got the happiness out of it,
3: like over sixty-two million bells.
2: Holy shit! Hey, Patrick, can I borrow some? Hey, Ben. <laughs> now,
1: what's your number Sorry, four guys. game, there, Ben? What's my number four game? Yeah. Well, it ain't from twenty twenty. Oh. It's the original yeah. Last of Us. Uh-oh. Wow! Fuck. See, it. I never, I never pay, I never played the original Last of Us until this year. Um, but I had consistently heard about how amazing it was and how it was this 10 out of 10 masterpiece game of the year. So I set my expectations Mm -hmm. at that, which I normally don't do. Let me tell you about this game. It knocked those expectations (laughs) out of the fucking ballpark.
2: Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it.
1: If I could talk about that game from a purely story-driven, emotional standpoint, it is probably one of the most gripping stories I've ever experienced in a video game not just a video game but in any medium in general um the entire bond between joel and ellie throughout that game is uh it's a it, it's just a special type of bond that i don't think any other game that i've played has particularly done nearly as well like that father daughter almost type of bond um Seeing Joel's character progress from like, like let's be real, at the very beginning of the game he was a fucking asshole. He was a piece of shit. Asshole. Which very much reflected the type of world he was in at that time. And over the course of the game, you still see him make some tough fucked up decisions. You still see him do some fucked up things like the interrogation scene you know the re- the reasoning for why he does some of those things throughout the game completely changes from what it was at the beginning of the game like at the first the whole the whole reason that Ellie was along is like well it's a job we're going to get paid and then it becomes much more emotional than than the disconnect that was there you know at the very beginning when you know they're told like hey here's here's what you got to do um gameplay wise like I, I I'm not normally a stealth game person, but it was really good, it was very fucking enjoyable, and I think what, what got me was like it was a bit more of a horror aspect to it, yeah, I mean you know, it wasn't times just in like
0: game it's fucking terrifying, like
1: yeah, yeah, it's not just like okay, you gotta kinda hide here and then sneak around over there. It's like you gotta fucking hide. Like, you're not just gonna alert people, you're gonna fucking die if you don't fucking hide. And you gotta make sure you know how to strategically take out, you know, the clickers and the, you know, all that shit. And, and even when it's not outright a stealthy section, even when you get more of an action-y section. You know, it's really good because it does, you know, it's Naughty Dog, they do action-y sections well. If you've played Uncharted, you probably know. Um, but, God, it's just, it's such a perfect 10 out of 10 game, I don't really even know how to put it it's into words. It's hard like genuinely just how amazing this game is like it nails everything from gameplay story graphics everything there are so many times where like like you feel every emotion Mm -hmm. playing this game really uh i laughed definitely fucking cried at certain points i mean it's it's one of them really good yeah for sure definitely they they know what they're doing one of my favorite Usually. games I played this year and uh for sure one of uh my favorite games of all time can i say though
0: as somebody that did play it right before part 2 as well and this actually does play into part 2 it hits a little bit different this year um as it would just in terms of like everything going on in the world that um just the emotion and not necessarily the world being over and shit, but stuff with viruses and stuff, it just feels a little bit different. I don't know if you guys I felt agree. that
1: way. But. No, I agree. Well, yeah.
4: Well, what about you, Marino? What's your number three?
0: I don't know if my number three is fair to pick. Um,
4: it's your list, so.
0: Yeah, and... Um, I wanted this when I played it to be my number one game, of course. Um, And I do think in every stretch of the imagination, it's a a 10 out of 10 game, but not quite Game of the Year material for me. Um, And that's Persona 5 Royal. Um, Like I said, it's a cleaner and much better version of Persona 5. Um, But at the end of the day, it's still pretty much the same game. Um, Maybe... 15% 15% of it is different, but, um, I was
4: about to guess that sounds about right.
0: I will say, um, I played like 10 hours of persona five and thought I'm never going to finish this game. Cause I just simply don't have the time for it. And as weird as it say, it is to say, I'm weirdly grateful for the pandemic. Cause honestly, I probably wouldn't have had the time to play persona five Royal. Um, if it weren't for the restrictions at work and not being able to go out and do shit. So, um but God, what what a ride that game is and it's definitely something It's it's something I think about like almost every day and I I have this weird tradition of like really enjoying a game and then playing it again the next year at the exact same time. I've done that with Ocarina of Time for the past decade. I always play it um like the first week of June typically. Uh, I do that with Wind Waker, the weekend of my birthday, although I didn't do it this year because I'm a little bit busy. Um, but I kind of want Persona 5 to be that, that like springtime game for me, but I'd also really like to go back and, uh, play through Persona 4 Golden again, since it came to seem and everything. But again, it boils down to just having the time to do it, but, um, Yeah, Persona 5 Royal, certainly my number three game, or my number three pick.
1: My number three pick for this year. Fucking Doom Eternal, man. That game goes fucking hard. That game goes fucking really hard. That it does. They fucking throw you right in that game and it's like, hey, you remember Doom, motherfucker? We injected steroids in this bitch. (laughs) Fucking soundtrack is awesome. The fucking gameplay is off the walls, just fucking insane they decided okay how do we make this shit crazier alright you're using the chainsaw a lot you gotta use that chainsaw every chance you need to to get some fucking ammo because you're gonna run out a lot you're gonna be using every single one of your weapons in every single enemy encounter because they, they mix that stuff up and they make sure like every enemy has some sort of weakness to certain weapons it feels maybe I'm wrong maybe I imagine that maybe that is a thing in the game but um like you you need to mix up what you're using On a constant basis. Fucking throwing in the grappling hook with the shotgun. Throwing in the platforming sections. God. I I, The fucking combat in this game is insane. It's like they shove Devil May Cry. Quake and Doom. All into one like just package. One really good tight package. And. It's just. Fuck. It's amazing. Graphics are awesome fucking music by mick gordon once again amazing um
4: gordon Ramsay cooking up some good music wait a minute
1: yeah buddy gordon ramsey can't make music for shit um <laughs> he can make that uh, pot sizzle and and the story for as goofy as it is was entertaining as shit tying in spoilers i guess they kind of did this in Doom 2016 as well, but finally tying all the loose knots back together with Doom 1, Doom 2, and Doom 64 and Doom 2016.
4: So they really did tie all those knots back together.
5: Yeah.
1: Good.
4: I can I look forward to playing oh, it and yeah. figuring that out.
0: So, it really is a wonderful game and I 100% at all the single player stuff. Couldn't give a flying fuck about this multiplayer shit. Um which is a shame. Oh, nobody does. Because if if Steam had a platinum system, I would have gone in. If it weren't for those multiplayer trophies. But um. uh sorry. What was I gonna say? It really is a nearly perfect sequel. Um, does everything a lot harder. Um, it almost feels like Doom 2016 was a tutorial and this was the game. Like, and yeah, that's what I love about it. It really forces it, you to mm-hmm. think on your feet. Like Jordan was saying earlier with uh, something I can't remember what it was.
4: Yes, um, yeah, the platforming and in orient the blind force. Yeah, exactly. Makes you think on your feet on the fly, figure it out.
0: And I will say, it's a fucking hard game at points. But oh yeah, it's. I'm glad
1: I played it on easy.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> God, that fucking soundtrack, super gore-nest. Like,
1: <sighs> which the the way that you said that Doom twenty sixteen feels like the tutorial for Doom Eternal. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's how people describe the the DLC for Doom Eternal. Is Doom Eternal was the tutorial for the DLC? Because and I don't know if you played any of the DLC yet. but yeah. The way the DLC works, apparently, is it's like, nah, no, it's just continuing the game. It just ramped it up.
0: Yeah, it's it's hard. You're
1: back in right where you left off. I don't,
0: I don't want to spoil anything about the DLC if you ever play it eventually. But um, the one thing I I gotta say I don't like about it is like, it said, "Hey, you know, Marauders, they're really hard. We're gonna throw like three of them at you at the same time," and it became. Oh,
1: that's why I'm never gonna play it. It's
0: not that it's like hard. It's like, okay, this isn't even fun.
4: Like, um, no. It's um, like Kaizo hard. Like Kaizo one.
1: This hard. is I I had the same complaint about the game and it's why I'm probably not going to play the DLC. But when you're throwing like three marauders at me in the same small combat hall, mm-hmm. that's not it is slightly annoying and that is the one thing that I can take away from the game is like you don't need that. Right. Give me one marauder that's going to be enough of a challenge in that combat hall when I got 25 pinkies fucking four imps. In a goddamn fucking... What's the giant fucking... You know, we'll just say a couple Hell Knights. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the fucking... Um, like, there's some rooms where it's like, here's a Marauder. Here's two of the fucking... Uh, whatever the fucking Baron floating robot ones are. Uh, Here's here's a Baron of Hell. Um, Let me look it up.
0: On that note, I do want to say... It is a little sad that you can really feel the music difference but Doom Hunter
1: Doom, Doom, Doom Hunter, Hunter. Yep. fucking Doom Hunters there are times where it's like hey you want 3 Doom Hunters and I'm like no and they're like too fucking bad
0: <laughs> Exactly they are tough Um like I was saying uh the music does feel significantly different between Eternal and the Ancient Gods part 1 Um it just feels like a lot of like wubbing bass with some like, I don't know, but it's, you can just, if you can really feel it's not McGordon, um, when you're listening to it,
1: I've heard it's still good. though.
0: It's good, but you know, and it works, but you could just feel like this isn't, this isn't McGordon. But yeah, other than that, uh, Doom Eternal, wonderful game.
2: And it's, I keep forgetting it came out this year. Um, I don't know why. I don't know how. It had a lot of memes with Animal Crossing. That's true. It's so strange because 2020 went by so
0: quick, but on the other hand like, it feels like Animal Crossing and Doom were like a million years ago at this point. My number two game is uh, something I've talked about a lot on this show in the short time I've been on here. Uh, And then it's 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim. And I don't think there's not much more that I could say that I haven't already said. Uh, It is in my eyes a perfect narrative. Um, Everything it does, it does extremely well that I haven't seen in a lot of other stories of its kind. The combat, while there's not very much of it is very good and it could honestly be its own game if it was given a chance, but it is such a 10 out of 10 experience that uh, I can almost recommend to everybody. Um, if you're not into weeb shit, you probably won't like it. But if you are, have at it. That's all I can really say about it.
1: All right, so my number two I'm not going to talk about very much because I already talked about it in my what I've been up to. Yakuza Like a Fucking Dragon, man. That game is, I. I it could be recency bias. I don't know. It, it could absolutely be recency bias here, but quite frankly, I did not expect this game to be such a good fucking RPG. I expected it to be good, I didn't expect it to be so fucking solid that I'd be sitting here going, "Holy shit, this is one of the best games I played all year."
4: I'm what, you've put like what 12 hours into it now?
1: I'm 15 hours in.
4: There you go. So, um We definitely played enough to make that decision so far.
1: Yeah, this game is just... who talk about fucking awesome, man. Talk about fucking awesome. Uh, hell, if, like, you're somebody that, like, hasn't played many turn-based RPGs... Or any turn-based RPGs... Like, if you're a big Yakuza fan and this is your first turn-based JRPG... This is a very good RPG to start with, actually. Um, I feel like it is very, very, very beginner-friendly. It has the perfect balance of... Not particularly holding your hand too tightly; it gives you that push when it needs to, but it doesn't push too hard, you know. Um, so if if you're someone that's going into Yakuza, never played a turn-based RPG before, don't fret. This is a good starting point. God, this game's awesome. Anyway,
0: I'm really happy to hear that.
1: Well, um, like
0: I said, I'm going to move into my honorable mentions here. I'll go through these pretty quick. Um. Doom Eternal, I would say, is definitely an honorable mention. We just talked about it plenty. Um, Something that I didn't really necessarily enjoy while I was playing it until the very end and thinking about it a lot since is Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE Encore. Um, A truly wonderful game um, that just needs a little bit more going on it. And I will be genuinely sad if there's not a sequel to it. Um, and I'm really thinking that there probably is one in the works, and that's why they released this one. Um, other than maybe it just costed a lot of money to make and that they needed to get their money back on it because it was on Wii U, but
2: I mean, who knows. Um, I wouldn't blame them if it was just that. Mm-hmm. Um, Miles Morales,
0: another honorable mention, not done with the game, but as somebody that just got the Platinum and uh, original Spider-Man, I can pretty much tell you that it's more the same and it works really well. And this one's a little bit cheating here, as it's not out. But again, when you're listening to this in December, it probably is out. And that's Cyberpunk. And
1: Bitch, you don't even played it I yet. <laughs> know. I
0: know. And you know what's weird is I've never really seen gameplay of it until like this last week where I started watching the the night city things and I got like scared for a second. I'm like, this looks way fucking better than what I was like imagining in my head. Um, and it's scary how just monumentally better it looks than any GTA or anything I've seen. So, you know, one of these days we'll do our, our our top games of the generation, and I'm really excited to see if it beats out something like Red Dead for me. But again, I'm cheating there and saying that it's in my honorable mentions. But
4: I I do yeah. want to say, and I, this is probably me being pessimistic, if anything, I hope not, but I hope you're not like building up this really, really, really high, high, high. I mean, you you should to some degree, but building up this really high. Monumental expectation for the game to like so, hit way up here, and then what happens if it doesn't? You know, it's gonna suck. Well, that's, that's already happened it, this I... year, Jordan.
3: That's with Kingdom Farts Three, where everyone hyped it up so bad that they players like eh, it's okay, and then dropped it, and never talked about it ever again. That was last year, though. Well, it doesn't matter. It still got overhyped.
0: Um, no, no, no doubt about it. Cyberpunk is probably the most hyped game I've ever seen in my life. Uh, maybe. Maybe like Halo 3 or something. I don't know. Um, and it is incredibly overrated, I think, for what it is. There are people who don't fucking play video games um, that say like, oh, yeah, I played Skyrim once that are talking about fucking cyberpunk. Um, that's how big
3: of a fucking game this is. I feel and- like it's only a good game or a big game because it has Keanu Reeves in it. That's the only reason why a large chunk of it.
1: It was a big deal beforehand. Nah,
3: I don't know, I didn't hear about it a lot until Keanu Reeves just popped up there like, oh yeah, well, it's Keanu Reeves, we gotta talk about it now.
1: Um, you not paying attention to anything to do with the game doesn't have anything to do with people not talking. Eh,
3: whatever, that's just how I feel. Hmm. Um.
0: I, I really don't think it's gonna be anything less than great, but I, like Jordan said, it could have a lot of problems. This game has been delayed countless times. I'm assuming because of VCR and launch PS4. Um, but we'll have to see. The Series X patch and the PS5 patch won't be ready at launch, but I'm from what I'm seeing, I'm like, I'm totally comfortable playing the Xbox One version just because it looks fucking phenomenal. Um, and I so want it. So are
4: you going to play through it a second time then once the patch releases or... Um, I don't know. That's hard to say. Uh, like, I, don't, I mean, I you're super hype and excited for it, so I don't blame you. But like, I have no real interest in the game. Um, but you if know, if I did, I'd I'd be more inclined to wait for the Series X patch if I had uh, just because like.
1: Are you playing Forza Horizon four?
4: Am I doing what?
1: Playing Forza? Maybe. So. I just noticed the reflection off your TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I,
0: <laughs> I It's it actually kind of relating into uh, FH4. um, You know, like that was the first game I tried on my Series X, but it's also a game I've put 200 hours into before. So it's one of those things like this is really cool seeing that might be the same case with uh, the Series X patch. Like, wow, this game looks even better, but I already played it, so it doesn't really matter.
4: Um, yeah. Like boards Horizon 4. Like, it's like see that that's that's what i like for me <laughs> it, it, it's fine if that's something you're okay with but and as, you know it's not bad but for me it's like if it's gonna be a little bit better or that much better if i wait a few weeks or however long and who fucking it's knows, well you
0: know? in the next year nobody knows when it's coming out yeah
4: i like, see i mean like that's a good yeah during your case gonna be a few years like, even it's then, be at i was five still... years from now it's like Okay, so the, the only thing that I could possibly think to compare this to, not that you're asking me to, I feel like doing this, but the only thing I could think to compare this scenario to for myself would be, say, if Metroid Prime 4 suddenly releases on the Switch, and there's a Switch Pro, and there's a, a patch for it that's going to make it look and run that much better on the Switch Pro, I would play it once, normally, when on release, and then play it again once that patch comes out but that's just me personally for a game series I don't like a lot. You know, something like that I would be hyped for, depending on the game is Yeah, like. you
3: can play it uh, as soon as okay. I buy it, do a Let's Play of it, upload it, and then give you my copy. No. Yep. I'll do a Day 1 Let's Play just for you, and <coughs> can play through the entire no. game, and give you my copy afterwards. No. Ben, what are your honorable
1: mentions? So, none of these are games from 2020 at all. I'm just going to be straight up there. Among us, because we've been playing the fuck out of that game constantly. Yes, we and have. It's just been nothing but a joy to play with you guys. So, Among Us for sure. Ocarina of Time 3D, uh, definitely good, good mention. A, a, an amazing game, um, and I couldn't put it on the list, but I knew that I had to mention it in some capacity. I'm, I'm very glad that uh, you yeah, did. Yeah, because the original is terrible. Um,
4: the original runs in such a bad the frame The right? 3D, no 3D, 3D fixed everything like that was bad about the
3: original and made it better.
1: No, I do. I do it think I would did. never recommend the original. I do think I'd only ever recommend the 3DS. Yeah, exactly. many people Just because of the frame rate, I feel like it'd be jarring to more people than just me that didn't grow up with the N64 and whatnot. Um, yeah, I mean, it that, that's really, the only reason yeah. I would do that. Yeah, it um, is
4: jarring to people that didn't grow up
1: with it for sure. I
4: mean, that's different.
1: Uh, Final Fantasy 14, and while I I have not been regularly playing this game over the past couple of weeks. And don't know when I'll particularly get a chance to get back into it. Um, it, It's brought me a lot of joy this year. And it it made me realize, oh, hey, MMOs can be good. When they just so happen to be a Final Fantasy game. That happened to have an MMO surrounding it. Um, That is a really good game. Uh, And my final honorable mention is probably one of the most unique campaigns in this game series. Has probably the best music of any game in this game series, Halo Three ODST. I played through this game in a day because it it's not very long; it's like six hours, and I, I just had time to kill that day. Let me yeah, tell
3: Halo you, Halo Three orals, sexual was, t- testosterone,
1: it, Okay, it's it's just a genuinely amazing game. Um, like I said, very unique as far as far as Halo goes. Um, it it really stands on its own apart from pretty much every other game in the series I feel but uh yeah those are my honorable mentions
0: Ben I could be wrong but what, what's your game of the year Marino I think we're sharing the same game of the year here
1: what what's your game of the year buddy? my game of the year is Ghost of Tsushima is it Ghost of Tsushima yeah it
0: yeah.
3: certainly is
1: but I don't like sushi
3: yeah, I'm that's not too the... bad, sushi's great I'm not Patrick. Sushi neither do either. I, but I I'm like Tsushima Patrick.
1: and I like the ghosts that are there
3: I can't have sushi or Chinese food it got ruined for me by Noodle House we'll go on about Ghost Tsushima I mean, and how I... it's probably better than Sekiro oh, it's better than Sekiro there you go then, I guess um
1: I mean, your game of realistically, year is Sekiro. realistically you shouldn't compare it to Sekiro <laughs> two very different games right um, Sekiro
0: has the most unique open world game I've ever seen simply because it's a you know setting that we really haven't seen in a whole lot of games of its kind um, it's beautiful just simple audio cues like the wind and everything like that just makes it so unique of a title um, and I don't know what. What do you think, Ben? Like,
1: I may have zoned out. Can you repeat that?
0: <laughs> so, Ghost of Tsushima, cool game, has a cool open world. Uh, has a lot of little, little small things in it that work really well.
1: Oh, yeah. Yes.
0: The audio, um, is something yes. that I think is one of the, s- the smaller things that people don't really notice. But just wind mm-hmm. going by, um, mm-hmm. and just how quiet the game is. Um, there's something really special just about kind of the loneliness and the isolation but
5: yeah
1: i can agree one one thing that always kind of blew me away with that game uh whenever i'd I'd play it and just go through the world is the use of color fuck yeah man
0: that's what i was gonna say
1: it's so beautiful and so vibrant in in the way that they use it You'll, you'll just be going through all these, like, gray patches, and then all of a sudden you'll just come by, like, this huge patch of, like, red flowers and shit like that. Or you'll go from just, like, this really just normal green forest into a forest, just red leaves all over the trees. It's like... Just blowing in the
0: wind. For some reason, all four seasons can be seen in the game for somehow, but... Yeah. Everywhere you go, it's just so well crafted and well done. Mm-hmm. Um gosh, it's just You know, the story, I think, um maybe isn't the most mind-blowing thing. Mm-hmm. Um it's nothing that like hasn't really been seen in a samurai story of course it does play a lot of safe um beats there but jin sakai of clan sakai um really you get to choose his motive i think really especially at the end um but it doesn't overdo it he's not a hero he's not a villain he's just sort of there um and really helps you immerse yourself in that world that you'll never get to see you'll never get to be a samurai but in this game Fuck it, you want to be him? Do it. Um, I'm really selling this game
4: short. <sighs> I mean, you're well, not you're not one... making it seem unattractive to me any. I, I every time I've seen it, it, looks fucking awesome, and I played uh, five minutes of it at a demo kiosk once and, and thought it was awesome. You
1: know, I didn't. Um, I, I I didn't do the all the side quests. I'm sure in a way that you did because I'm pretty sure you got a platinum for it, didn't you? Right, I got the plat. Um but even the side quests that I played and all like the different little details and legends and whatnot throughout the story mm-hmm. um, really does a good job of building the world. Uh, the side quests don't feel like they... They don't just feel like extra content tacked on to be able to cross off a list. Exactly. They build up the world around you in, in ways that... Um, feels interesting and feels like it matters one thing i do want to mention
0: is uh something i've never quite seen in a game of its kind is the random and just out of nowhere inclusion of its legends mode the multiplayer shit that i have heard from many people is pretty much better than like most multiplayer games right now um and it's free like it's literally just an update to the game uh you have gear that you can go for there's different classes that you can choose from now the classes are really just the same thing from like the base game but just divided up the stances basically is what i mean but um i don't have anyone to play with so i haven't uh, dabbled into it but i have heard really wonderful things about it and that it's it's free and it's there's surprisingly a lot of content there and i wonder if it was one of those things like sony was probably going to charge for it later down the line kind of like factions and the last of us um but they saw how well ghost of sashima performed that they're like you know be kind of cool and just be the cherry on top is let's just give this away for free um it'll bring people back to it and it'll keep people in the conversation about the game and it certainly worked i really think even later this year during the Game of the Year Awards, Ghost of Tsushima will probably be there. Um, And I really do look forward to playing it again someday, hopefully on a PS5. Um, And what I really look forward to is its its sequel that I'm pretty sure is going to happen on mainland Japan. But only time will tell. But for Sucker Punch to go from infamous to something that really isn't that well known to them. I mean, this is a, a fully Japanese game where they're Sucker Punch is based on, I can't remember. I don't, maybe Seattle. I can't remember, but, um, even, even like Japanese publications are saying like, this is perfect. Like this really hits every beat that, you know, a Japanese storytelling person could do, but it's made by an American studio, so that's pretty neat. Anyways, um, I can go on all day about it, but I am comfortable saying that Tsushima is my game of the year.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's um, it's fucking amazing just the whole way through. Um, I don't. I think I have anything to add <laughs> that that's you can okay. say. You know. Um, I will say one small thing. Is I I loved customizing the armor. Oh my god! Switching yeah. the armor out with with cooler cooler gear and. Switching the swords out, the hilts out, and whatnot with cooler, cooler looking ones, just they really like made you feel with... like
0: a badass. Like
1: yeah, like they—they, they, you know, I, I've I've said this before, and Jordan's kind of mocked me for it. Uh, but you know how Spider-Man makes you feel like you're Spider-Man? Mm-hmm. Ghost of Tsushima makes you feel like you're a fucking samurai.
0: Exactly, and not a lot of. It's, it's... <laughs> Sorry, Sekiro definitely didn't make me feel that. I felt a lot of frustration no. <laughs> in playing yeah. Sakura. So, well, again, different games. But those
1: games don't particularly make you feel like a knight either. They just make you feel frustrated because that's in some ways kind of the goal. Exactly. Um, I voted for it for Game of the Year too. Same.
0: Although in that one category, I did have to vote for Thirteen Sentinels because I'm pretty sure it's not going to win. But I want those guys to see my support.
4: But yeah, holy shit,
0: guys. Uh, We got through that. 2020 is
4: a terrible year. That's besides the point.
0: 2020 has been a shit year, but if anything, at this current point in time, I've been 27 games, which is the most I've ever done in any fucking year. And uh, while on one hand, it's like, wow, that is a lot of time I lost. But on the other hand, it's like, what else would I have done? Uh, Watch Mad Men for the fifth time? I don't know. But, um, Anyways,
3: I like to know, like, I like
4: to point out that there is no Destiny 2 on Mario's list, so this, this is a fraud. Exactly. Patrick, he doesn't enjoy playing the game anymore. He plays it out of sheer addiction, just like, just like me with cigarettes. I don't enjoy them anymore. I get uh, sick can- whenever I smoke them, but I still smoke them. Actually, I quit.
1: But... Can, can I update with a quick news story real quick? Yes, Ben. I'm relating to a game that uh, Marino and I both talked about, Doom Eternal for the Nintendo Switch has had its physical release canceled. It is now a digitally-only release. Which explains the rumors that were coming about relating to GameStop calling customers saying your pre-order was canceled. Um, it's because GameStop is no longer carrying it as it is no longer getting a physical uh, card. I don't
3: think I'm buying on PS4 or PC. Or both, actually. I'm just curious, like...
1: Actually, I would recommend getting it on console. It runs on 60 FPS on both ps4 and xbox Mm. and at least neither of them come with shitty denuvo drm which unfortunately hindered my experience with the game
0: yep that is true um going back to what jordan was saying a second ago uh destiny 2 is a genuine addiction of mine and i uh really hate playing it um it brings out the worst of me in almost every way um I get really, really, really fucking angry when I play Gambit because nobody knows how to fucking play Gambit. Um, And I will throw my mouse and I do all this really terrible shit. I can't play Crucible because people are fucking better than me. All I do is I care about the story. And if there's one thing that Beyond Line has shown me is that Bungie is really starting to not give a fuck about the story. And this may be... This may very well be, the stepping stone of my fucking exit from Destiny, and I am not sure if it will ever happen. But God, I could certainly hope.
3: You you but, know they're gonna have I, like
1: I fa- I really
3: seven years. You know what, Marino? 3. For
1: your sake, for your sake, I hope you fucking quit that game too. Me too, man. Because you just don't sound like you're having fun with it anymore. I'm really not, and I want you to be able to quit it and go on to games that you're having fun with again.
4: Well, not not even that. Okay. This is a real, this is real talk here. All right. Not only that, if you, I hope, I hope they just demolish a story and and make it a game that you hate and will not play anymore because that'll give you time to focus on yourself. Okay. Any time that you would have that could be focused on yourself is focused on destiny. It gets put on that. Yep. You could take care of your health. You could take care of, you know, you and you don't you you do that. That takes over. And then, on top of that, or in tandem with that, rather, that is time that you could be spent unwinding and talking to friends or something, you know. I know you do prefer to spend your time to yourself doing your thing, but that time sitting at your desk uh, in an uncomfortable position already playing a shitty fucking game, you could be spent doing that talking to you know, a few friends here and there. You'd have that yeah. available time instead of having to devote it to a game that does not give anything back to you anymore.
0: Because that's a really good point, Mike. if we, if we think about my list for a second, um, there's with the exception of animal crossing, kind of, there's not a single multiplayer game on there, multiplayer game on there. Uh, because I really just genuinely don't like multiplayer games anymore. I don't have the time for it. And I just don't particularly care. Uh, destiny is such an extreme example where, again
4: you're playing that game as solo as you can
0: right and when i get into raids and shit like that it's typically a terrible fucking time because i wish i had friends that played it but also it's like really hard to get fucking people into that game
4: i've tried and i just can't because every time i play i feel inferior i feel like oh i'm missing out on this i'm missing out on this i'm you missing it. i haven't spent my life fucking playing the game
0: i i waste my time fucking playing that game and i feel the same fucking way Every fucking time I turn on that game, I feel like I'm missing out on something. (laughs) And I've put fucking thousands of hours of my life into this fucking game.
4: When will I quit? The thing is, you can't, and I'm I'm not saying that you are, but you can't continue to pour into it because, well, I've already put this much into it. I may as well keep going this it, it's um, aiming towards becoming a detriment to your health if, in this scenario if i can
1: if i can say something real quick mm-hmm. and i feel like this isn't just a destiny problem but i feel like this is starting to become a general video game and game industry problem is the concept of a fear of missing out the
0: big old fomo
1: um it feels like it's becoming more and more prevalent amongst video games in a way that it wasn't quite there before because so many games are doing okay here's this limited time event here's this limited time event here's oh hey there's this thing for this week or here's this thing for this day or you know and i don't know how often destiny does this type of stuff stuff a lot um but it's it's a, it's a live service game so i would imagine it's often hmm yeah, it's fucking bad that games in general are doing this on such a regular basis to the extent they are. I feel um it's it's not healthy for players. It's the the only thing that it, I think it particularly serves is to get people hooked on that game so those companies are pumping in the money over and over and over again. And don't get me wrong, I like to indulge in some live service games. I play Final Fantasy 14. I like to play Call of Duty online quite frequently. You know, to to see where you are Right now with uh, Destiny, Marino, mm-hmm. you know, knowing that this is common throughout gaming in general, like it worries me, and especially worries me for you because like nobody should be hooked on a game to that extent, right? Right. And I mean, you're aware of it. You're aware of it enough that I think you'll you'll break out of it. I fucking hope.
4: Point. I I know how to do it. Right click uninstall. Delete it from you'll your never library. Never be able to un- reinstall it. No, that's over 100 gigs.
1: Not even not even just uninstall. Just delete it from your fucking Steam library.
3: Wait a minute! Did you say FOMO
1: earlier? FOMO, FOMO, FOMO. If no.
3: you're missing out, Why about you start? Fo- um, How about you start FOMO-ing at the mouth and come lick these
4: balls?
2: Oh, well, please don't start. I'm that gonna back give up. you a dab on that one.
4: <laughs> um, thank you, Patrick. Yes, thank you very much for that.
0: It's like I've said for many years: if I could just get the story of destiny in novels. I don't know why Bungie is so afraid of licensing it out. They did it just fine with fucking Halo. In fact, most of those Halo books became the games. Why they're so scared of doing this with Destiny, I don't know. But if that happened, I'd be one happy motherfucker that I could just read about it.
1: How much of the Halo stuff was Microsoft's decision as opposed to Bungie?
0: I don't know. It's a good point. Because... Even because when it's not like
1: they've slowed it down, <laughs> with right. the Books. So, something I
4: want to add real quick back to what Ben is talking about. But you think that they?
1: More. i I'm sorry, Jordan. But you think that they would have learned from Halo, because that that helped Halo as a franchise succeed? I feel mm-hmm. having all the extra books and other media to kind of push it the lore forward. Anyway, I'm sorry, Jordan.
4: That's all right. The, the, something I wanted to add to the FOMO thing. It's not long, just something real quick. Was, I don't necessarily have that uh, fear, but I have had that feeling that video games have done where it makes you feel like you're missing out on something. You know, like, like a good example, just the other night, I was listening to Herbin and Liz, of all fucking people, sit there, and, oh, Herbin, Liz, and Aunt talk about fucking overwatch and i know a lot of people love that game and i know it has a a lot of following because of the characters and all this shit and for once i'm sitting here listening to them gush about this stuff they like and part of me is just sitting there itching like oh man that sounds cool oh man i'm missing out on some fun i wish i could talk about that with them i would have fun talking about that with them and gushing because they're gushing but then i remembered wait a minute I have no fucking interest in the game. Why would hervin be <laughs> gushing about Overwatch? That that's <laughs> actually confusing me right there. He he, I, he he was just adding in with them as there it was it was Liz and, and Ant aunt talking about it mostly but he was adding in cuz he plays it. Or has played a lot like, of it, it yeah
3: like. divas hot uh she has a big robot and I no like no it. like
4: genuine things like he he hates this character this character's good like shit, like like he was you know they were actually having conversations. yeah this character sucks it All those just stand there and do hurting.
3: nothing uh this character's good because I can actually play her and she's hot um this guy's gay and I don't like playing as him
4: <laughs> no he was he was be he was he was being st- he was he was being straight up but but regardless you know I, I for just a minute I felt that's that that Maybe I'm missing out. Uh, of course, I like I said, I was able to remind myself I don't give a fuck. But that that happens with games, you know? Right. You feel you feel like you're missing out when you don't play this greatest hit. But at the same if time, if it's something that like, doesn't
2: interest you, even if you do go to try it for the sake of, ooh, I don't want to miss out mm-hmm. on this, it will end up essentially being a waste of time and/or money because you won't end up playing games. It. Yeah. Playing games just because everyone else is
4: playing it, I don't think is a good reason for you to play it. If that's your only motivation, then sure. You know. But, like, say, a hit new single-player game comes out, like, say, Ghost of Tsushima. Just because everyone else is playing it doesn't mean you have to play it so you're on par with everyone else so you know what they're experiencing. Mm Mm-hmm. If if it interests you and it's something you want to play, fucking play it. You know, but with that, that mindset of you know, well I don't want to miss out I don't really want to play it, I don't have time for this game I got this other stuff I really would rather be playing but I don't want to miss out so I'm going to play it, I'm going to make the time and play it you know what good are you doing for yourself at that point if you know, you're know you not that interested and you, can't, you shouldn't be squeezing it in and I'm not saying anyone here does that, I just mean in general it just goes along with that FOMA mindset fear of missing out or feeling of missing out fear beer yeah <coughs> um, but yeah I, I just yeah i got that for just a minute with the fucking overwatch i was like hmm what you looking at there mango
0: uh hunter and his girlfriend are fucking and it's coming up on the <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <hot>. <laughs> oh my god
3: why, why the fuck's... all
4: right guys i think i think we have yeah. to wrap this up i want to know talking.
3: why the fuck this thing ain't popping up
4: rita's just bobbing his head to the oh yeah, oh it. oh oh hunter no,
1: really, it's just all Hunter going, hunga bunga, hunga bunga. <laughs> Oh
0: my god. Hunga no, I can't it's wait to like listen to this right now. There? I'm going
3: to keep reminding you dailies like, Did you get to that part yet. Did you get to that part yet? Did you get to that part yet? The minute you start editing this. Fine. Because I want to hear it. We all want to hear it as a group.
4: <laughs> I'll, I'll post it when I get it. Gets, bungo, me feel oh, good. Yeah, naked on the bed. <laughs> ready <to> be
1: fucked. <laughs> Fuck you.
4: Alright, alright, wrap it, up, yeah. when wrap it finish, up. When they finish, when they finish,
1: he just goes pull out that condom and wrap
0: it up tight. Thank you so much for listening <laughs> to just... episode 75 of the Lackadaisical Podcast. Um, you can uh, <gasps> find all of our Twitter handles down below. Um, ben is VidSigma. Vinny is VinnyPlaysVlogs. Uh, of course, you can
3: find Patrick at Assassin or Discord. No, you can find me at BloodOcean07 on Twitter.com.
1: Vinny. Vinny, huh. what do we tell you about playing with your vlogs? Uh, you play with your, play your vlogs. Find
0: Jordan.
2: Eat your vlogs. Eat your vlogs, at Danny. Uh, Look, I, I don't like Gisella the way they taste.
0: Sorry. You can find uh, me, the wonderful Marino Mangled, at Merino 584 on Twitter. Give me a follow. No. But most importantly, that. give us <laughs> a like and a follow at Lackadaisacast on Twitter. And you know what? What's even better? Why don't you add us with a question for the next episode? Motherfucker, oh, you give I... Give us a question. Oh, they ain't gonna ask us for a question. I'll give away a Subway gift card live on
3: the Motherfucker, air. Motherfucker, I offer people like five bucks to ask us a question for like three episodes in a row. Nobody did it.
0: Nobody did it. I'll offer you of 20. That. On top I'll of that. I'll offer
1: you 20 bucks. I'll give you a then Subway 20 gift bucks. card I'm never gonna use. Not to ask a question, just to talk to me. I'm lonely.
3: Dude, I'll <laughs> give you a phone number where okay, you can send a fee to to this one Texan man.
4: And... And important as well, there is a link to a Discord server that is ran by Vinny that is that has to do with us that you can join if you would like that that you can contact us. It's just a shitty server you can join, but it's in the description. Yeah, it's not as good podcast. as a secret podcast. It's fucking one dead. In. There's not. As, there's no
3: good stuff posted <laughs> like in the secret server that we have here.
4: No, it's 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 dead. It's but it's there
1: if you want to, to join. It's there, but it's not as much closer to your favorite podcast.
3: viewers, I'm sorry or listeners.
1: Jordan took it out back and shot yeah. it like a dog. Yeah, I've had. You to do will that not before.
3: see the erotic photos that, was that the get joke. posted here, like <laughs> like you do in the uh, the secret one. It's like Tor's kitchen. Anyways,
0: Tor's podcast. Tor's penis. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Yeah, thank you so much. And um, happy and healthy holidays to all of you. Do some better with your life and uh, listen to these.
2: No. I mean, and, you could uh, do worse, but you could do a lot better.
1: Listen to Big Think Dimensions What the fuck is Big Think Dimension? What you
2: gotta listen to is the disc-only podcast. It's a
1: good podcast.
2: Alright, everybody, say goodbye. I want you to listen to this Blood Show 7, CJ Higgins' Let's Play videos.
0: Alright, I'm gonna hit the end button right there.